Okay, we've got some stories for you today, Alice. Really? Are they all connected together? No. That's all right. I'm just here for the for the free coffee you make me. We're going to do some healings. We're going to do some parables. We're going to have some weather-based miracle. Oh, do you know what? I love weather. You love weather. Uh. That certainly makes you an interesting person, Alice. Tell me more. I love it when there's extreme weather. Have extreme you ever seen weather. like Yeah, have you ever oh. seen like when the sea freezes and then it's like all slushing in? So cool. Do you know what? That is cool. Yeah. I thought you were just going to say when it's just unpleasantly hot or unpleasantly cold. No, those are my least favorite parts of the weather. I do prefer cold though than hot. So you're saying that so you like extreme weather? I like to see extreme weather. I don't want to be in extreme weather. Then you d- I don't think you like the weather. I think you like pictures of the frozen sea. Oh, I'm sorry. Meteorology, study of weather. Do you think they actually go and be in the weather? No, they just study it from afar. They don't go out to the place where the weather's happening when they do the weather forecast, do they? No, They're but in B- BBC Studios. I also don't think that meteorologists say things like, I like weather. I think they do. They've dedicated their life to it. Tell me the stories of Jesus I love to hear Things I would ask him to tell me If he were here So there's this centurion Oh, right? what's Rin- a centurion? Is that like someone who's a hundred? That's someone who's 100, isn't it? No, that's a centenarian. Oh, yeah. What's a centurion? A cen- I'm, uh, do you know This was much earlier than I anticipated you getting lost. How far? How many words was I in this <laughs> one? So, so there's, there's a, a centurion. centurion. Yeah, it's even four, four or five. In. Yeah. A centurion is an army guy. Oh, all right. Really? That's all you need to say, a soldier. A soldier? No, well, he's not a soldier. He's a guy that's in charge of a group of people. A hundred people? You'd think a hundred, wouldn't you? Yeah. But often it wasn't a hundred. Well, I think that's misleading. just like an old, like yeah. annoying QI. Is it like thing. a mile versus an Irish mile? No idea. So like a mile is a mile, but an Irish mile is a mile and a bit. Is it because if you're smashed, that's how far you've actually walked home if you live a mile away? <laughs> no, I think it's just the way that a guy I met in Ireland once measured the length of the river that he was boating us down. That's is that where an I actual it. thing people say? Or well, you, I mean, this Irish man told me it, so okay. I assumed it was the thing everyone says. So yeah, this centurion, he's a big, he's obviously a big dog, you know, yeah. he's in the Roman army, mm-hmm. shouldn't really have much time to be going on little errands and stuff, but his servant is sick, Aww. right? Yeah. Now, people think that's suspicious, some people, yeah. by some people, I mean gay people, gay people think, why would he give a fuck about this servant? It's a bit sad that, uh, you know, we're going to rule out compassion here. It can only be love. It can only be love. I mean, not everyone agrees about this. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Christians. But is this why a lot of this is like when homosexual Christians are like, "Mm, it's here. Yeah, this this is a bit you'd go to. So the centurion comes along and he says, my servant is um is poorly and jesus is like great let's go let's go find him <laughs> we'll heal him and yeah. centurion says don't bother with that jesus i know what it's like as a centurion yeah. to have authority over All let's say a hundred men yeah and what i do is i say you go this way mate you go that way 
everything gets done, things happen that way. And mm. you, Jesus, have authority over like disease, yeah. just sort of everything. Yeah. So uh, you don't need to come down, you know. You yeah. Don't want to interrupt your day. Why don't you just say that everything's fine and I'll go home? And Jesus is like, whoa, that is some big faith you've got, Mr. Centurion. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed with that. And he says that he's never seen faith like that in uh, anywhere in Israel. And then Jesus kind of goes off in a bit about how people that don't have great faith are going to go to hell forever. So he goes off on like a little tangent where this Centurion guy's just like, I mean, I just, I didn't want to bother you. I just, you know, can you save him? Now, now you're doing this big speech. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to be writing this down? Well, actually, I think the centurion just sort of clocks off and goes home. And Jesus point. is just like um. talking out <laughs> into the into the mountains or something, and he turns around. And he's Who like, Isn't that right? Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so, but but what they do is when the centurion gets back, he's like, "Oh, you're better. What time did you get better?" And they're all like, "Oh, do you know, like 45 minutes ago." He's like, "That's the time that I was with the Jesus guy." Mm. And so they were like, "It's the same. It's real." They didn't um, have clocks or watches then, though, so couldn't really tell, could they? Um, actually, they did have quite an intricate system for dividing the day up. Really? Yes. Let's. Was it? Let's gra- was it like a um, a sand? No. Timer. It was actually it, it, the length of an hour would change every day. Oh. Because the the day they didn't was have daylight savings time and stuff. No, what? But they would. So the first hour of the day. It's a bit it's it's a bit confusing when you have stories that mention the time. So sometimes it will say the third third hour of the day or something, mm. and that's about nine in the morning. Okay. Because you start that at about sense. six when the sun yeah. comes up, and then you do hours from then. Mm. But it's divided, the day's divided into like I think it's like twelve hours. Yeah. But it depends on how much daytime daylight you get. Mm. So a summer hour is longer than a winter. That makes hour. sense. Yeah, because it's and longer. Then you can still sort of be like, yeah, about it's about in the middle of the day. Yeah. But you don't really know when midday is until no. the day ends. Did they have sundials at this point, do you think? For sure, yes. Yeah, they yeah. could use that. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, probably sand timers. That's what I said, and you said no. Well, the record will, will speak to that All effect. All right, everyone. If you heard me say sand timers. So, yeah, that's the Centurion Guide done. Yeah, I think one of the words used for servant can also be construed as being a little bit more. Oh. But it is it might be a bit tenuous, but yeah. The point is it doesn't it doesn't really matter. The point is that Jesus is just sort of in the business of healing people regardless of who they are. Yeah. Because he just kind of wants to make people better. He just wants to make people not um, sick. So the point would be the same either way, which is Jesus was a top guy, wanted to do nice things for people, mm. especially poorly people. Yeah. Which is shown by our next story, oh. which will be called The Woman with the Alabaster Box. Do you know what alabaster is? Isn't that just like a very pale white? Yes, but I think you know it's also a material. <laughs> no, why? In Have you ever watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Not only have I not watched it, I don't think I've heard of it. That's impossible. It's no, brilliant. I think I have. Brilliant. Who's, in it, who's in it? Uh, it's got Ellie Kemper. Who's that? Remember? She's the uh, girl with red hair from The Office. You know the American Office. Uh, not seen it. Seen clips okay. of it though. Yeah. So I, I think. Um, I, I and Titus Burgess. Yeah, don't know who that is. Um, well, it's a it's a Tina Fey Good thing. Name, though, John Titus. Ham's in it. Yep. Yeah, you know him. Um, but in that show, Titus is 
obsessed with musical theatre, something I can relate to. In the show, his name is Titus Andromedon. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but Tina Fey's husband is a very famous composer, which is why there's always so many songs in all of her shows. Because it's like oh. the perfect pairing of a couple. Like, hilarious comedy writer and musical genius. And they have this one song in it, which is from a made-up musical. They, it's, it's supposed to be about a dad talking about his son, but for some reason they men- mentioned alabaster thighs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's where I know alabaster from, mostly. That's You're my baby now. Going. You're my baby now. Do you know what? The listeners won't know how much you've edited out of this because of how slow I'm you were to tell the story. I'm cutting that out right there, mate. <laughs> so, um, so I kind of forgot even that we were headed towards alabaster. I'm cutting all of this out. Why? Make me seem smart. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. you go, alabaster thighs. Wow, what a long way to tell me that you've heard of a word but still don't... Isn't there also something about an alabaster moon? Is it? Well, it There's means a song about an alabaster moon. It's just somewhere. a nice... It's the best way of saying why, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I think it's also material. Do you think it's anything to do with an al- albatross? No. Okay. I think it has absolutely Albatro- nothing... Albatross is a white, though. Yeah, but... No, I can look it up, but my gut says no. It, it only it only follows for two letters, and then it stops. I know, but it's very Just unusual. Just has a B in later. It's a it's lo- it's a rock. It's a white rock, <gasps> alabaster. I should know that. I love rocks. You do love rocks. I do. You should go get yourself some alabaster. Okay, I will. Anyway, there's this. Um, I think she's a prostitute. Okay. She's got an alabaster box full of some good oil. And like scented nice. kind of like. Do you know what a, a box made of rock, full of oil? What mm. a, what a nice thing to visualize, you know? Just like it's really well carved. I'm guessing alabaster must be a bit like limestone or something, quite a soft one, mm-hmm. sedimentary. And then she's carved it all out. She's put her oil in there. Lovely. Yeah, is it too? It is it like massage oil? Do you know what? We don't know what she does, but we could imagine that she's. Maybe she's an erotic masseuse. I imagine that yeah. profession's existed throughout time. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that, that would explain the kit, Nothing wouldn't nicer it? than a little massage. I thought um, about to say nothing nicer than paying for an erotic massage. <laughs> no, nothing nicer than a massage. And prostitution's like the oldest profession ever, isn't it? Yeah. Put them together. Ooh, you're winning. Quid's in, um, mate. So she comes along. Okay, so that they're, they're actually having... When she comes along... The thing is, you're going to see where both sides are coming from in this story. Okay. This Pharisees, <laughs> this Pharisees invited Jesus over for dinner. Okay. Now, he probably just wants to have a nice chat over dinner. Mm. And what this prostitute's done is she's... Do you know what? I'll just refer to her as a woman from now on. That would be nice. What she's done is she's come in of her oil and she's poured it all over his head. And then, and then <laughs> Did he ask for this or...? No, no, no. Is it hot oil? Oh, doesn't say, but... Just um, his head burn? Oh, no. Nothing unpleasant happens. Okay. Jesus is having a lovely time from it. All right. Wait, she put it on Jesus' head or the... Je- only Jesus. Okay. And then what she does is she goes sort of under the table and cries on his feet and kisses them yeah. and cleans them with her hair. What? Yeah, sort of. It's not... You could, I don't just think you dusts really it off. Like, <laughs> they don't like it's not absorbent, is it? Just like... Dusts it off. Maybe she had like woolen hair extensions. That seems unlikely. That's not a thing people do, is it? No. You've made that up. I'm doing my best to try and make sense 
of the text. You know? I think it means that she had very long hair and she just kind of used it as like She's a little gotta, brush gotta try and wipe to it dust it off. Yeah, it's not an ideal material though, is it? No, not really. Not unless it's a very blunt cut. Anyway, so then this... Then you can maybe get some... This woman's... um. Uh, I mean, she's not being invited to dinner. <laughs> right. So wait, she shows up, dumps oil in someone's head, and then holds their feet and dusts them with her head. Yeah. Weird, but not very good dinner etiquette but from it's her very there. So cleaning feet is a very yeah. respectful thing to do in that time. Yeah. It'd be the sort of thing that if someone were to, but to still, bring still, if up you're trying to enjoy your nice, you know, mashed potato or something, someone's trying to clean your feet, very tickly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't enjoy your mash anymore, can you? I don't know. I think it might add an extra element. <laughs> um, Next time you're eating mashed potato, I'll get a hair and just brush your feet. And uh, so what this Pharisee says to Jesus is if you knew who this woman was, you wouldn't let her be touching your feet and stuff. Oh, that's mean. You'd know that she's gross. She's a sinner. Mm. And um, Jesus says to this guy, here's a little parable for you. There's a person who has... Okay, a 500 pence debt. Mm-hmm. Inflation, um, you've got to go back, inflation 2,000 years. Yeah. It's going to be massive. Or, or someone has a 5p debt. Yeah. Mr. Uh, big Guy forgives both. Mm. Who do you think is going to love the guy more for forgiving the debt? And the guy says, well, probably the person that owed loads. And Jesus says, well, then that would explain if this person's a sinner, why she loves me more. Because... She's got a bigger debt to... She's got a bigger debt. I'm going to forgive her sins. And so she's going to be happy about that. And then at the same time, the disciples are pissed off as well. Mm. Because they're like, there's this expensive alabaster box and these fancy oils, these could have been sold and used for the poor. Right? Right. Which is sort of like, you're not really convinced that they actually care about that. I think they just want this woman out. Yeah. You know when people just want to sort of like... They just want to make any excuse. Yeah, they're pretending that they're gonna, they're doing it for something Quite nice. Quite frankly, just like chill out, mate. It's not like she obviously is just like a normal woman. She's making her way in life. She's obviously doing quite well for herself. She got an alabaster box. Yeah, she's doing fine. She probably does charity work. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Stop judging people on their profession. I love how you go from. We don't know. To she probably does <laughs> <laughs> charity work. Everyone does charity work sometimes. Do they? Everyone wants to help charity, don't they? I don't know. I'd like to think so. So yeah, at this point, maybe she gives out. <laughs> this is actually the. <laughs> maybe she gives out free, you know, free handies. Maybe to she the does. Homeless. Handies for the homeless. <laughs> homeless. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much government funding that's going to get, but <laughs> you know, don't really need a lot, does it? All you need is a hand. Yeah, it doesn't need much funding at all. You've completely thrown me off there, but I'm glad to have been thrown, so to speak. Um, like a pop. It's at this point, actually, that Judas, Judas was really upset by this woman. And he's like, that's it. I'm what a surprise. Judas not liking something. Judas Dickhead. thinks, I'm going to find some Pharisees and make a deal to get rid of this guy eventually. Oh. So he's, the plotting yeah. has begun already. So basically, it's... All the badness happens because Judas couldn't handle the fact that prostitutes are people too. I think they he, he might have thought it ruined a perfectly good dinner at a respectable house, you know. I don't agree. Even even sex workers have to eat, you know. She's not eating. She's not come to eat. She's exactly. come to just cry she's on someone's even, face. Yeah, she's <laughs> not she's not even 
ask him for a cup of water or anything. She just wants a little cry on some feet. Fine. <laughs> I know I know your reflex here is to defend. is to just defend this woman as much as possible. Yeah. At the, at the same time, <laughs> like if this happened to you, you would think what is going on? That's true. I would be like, uh But do you know what I would do? Do you know what I would do, Vino? I would offer her a seat at the table. That's what Jesus should have done. Yeah, what he actually says is um instead of selling this stuff, mm. he's like, You're always gonna have poor people, guys. You don't bother looking after them then. But this guy here, I'm only gonna be around for about three more years, mm. then I'm gonna die. Then yeah. Then I'm actually gonna come back, but I'm gonna fuck off quite soon after that. Yeah. So you've only got me for a bit. Why aren't you nicer to me? Hey? And you know, I don't know what to say to that. Like, surely he should just be saying we're always, if we're always going to have poor people, we should all be looking after poor people, not just those of us who are the richest. That'd be a better message, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe you should do your small. Po- you should do your small bit to help poor people. Yeah, and jobs for the homeless. It's difficult to come up with a good line after you've just had a big meal, isn't it? Sometimes I think I'm most creative. Really? No. <laughs> no Usually I'm like lying on the sofa, just like, oh, put yeah. someone put on more TV, please. Let's do some parables. Okay. All right. If you don't understand them, neither did the disciples. All right. So at least he's going to get them explained afterwards. All right. So a sower goes forth to sow. Two men went to mow, (laughs) went to mow a meadow. (laughs) Went to sow a meadow this time. Now he chucks some seeds. He's just chucking seeds everywhere. He's got no strategy, this guy. Some fall by the wayside. Like Homer Simpson when he invented tobacco. Sure, don't remember that episode. Oh, it's a brilliant episode. Watch the Stonecutters one this week, though. It's good, isn't it? It is good. Some fall by the wayside. The birds eat the seeds. Yeah. Some fall in the stony places. Not much earth. The thing is, though, when a bird eats a seed, it then poops it out. It can still grow. If anything, it's got natural fertilizer on it. Some Some plants have that as their strategy for how to spread their planting further afield. Sorry, what, do you say some seeds have that as a strategy? Some plants. Some plants. Plants don't have strategies. Yes, they do. Hundo <laughs> pea plants have strategies. Have you seen roots? Have you... They don't have brains. They don't have strategies. They do. Well, not brains, they but they have... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's their strategy. Don't personify nature. Uh, I'll personify it. Look, All I want, thank you very I'll much. I'll tell you what. When I was Carry a creationist, your, yeah. the way that evolution was taught in this plants have strategies kind of way yeah. made it very easy to be like that doesn't sound true right and now i'm challenging your ideas so, and you can't handle it Vino. so poorly taught evolution always gets to me all right so I will, I plants will not, have strategies I will mate. Not allow have that. you ever seen crowd shyness in trees it's amazing plants are living they are amazing they have a network they can talk to alive. each other and it's so cool <laughs> no, no they can't yes they literally can i will i'll do it i'll i'll teach you about it later carry on with your parable Okay, but just a, you did say they literally talk to each other. They do. Okay. Not in the way me and you talk to each other, but like they anyway, communicate with each other. Anyway, your point about the the poopy seeds kind of throws the metaphor completely off, actually. Well, but just um, disproving the Bible all over the place, aren't I? Carry on. So some falls in some stones, bit of earth, not much to spring up, but you know can't make good roots. Yeah. End of end game for them. Some fall in the thorns. Oh. So they grow a bit, but then they get choked. Oh. And some fall in good ground and loads of fruit. Brilliant. 
And then he always finishes with, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Kind of mean to deaf people, isn't it? Yeah, well, thought he was supposed to be for everyone. Maybe, well, he'll just heal the deaf he also, beforehand. Is he also he'll, signing? He'll get that out of the way first. All right. Do he the didn't, ears, though, did he? And then we'll do the parables afterwards. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, what do you make of that? Um, What's that about? All right, so my theory is that you got to live somewhere kind of good, in it, really. What? you got to live somewhere with good soil. You think that's Jesus's, that's what he's talking about? Well, I mean, what else would he be talking about? Do you know what parables are? Alan? Be sensible. Be sensible with where you're planting your seeds. This he's not talking to farmers. He's talking. This is for everybody. Yeah, I know, but what? What's it mean? What's it mean? We'll get there. Ugh. So the point of the parable is that only people who have like, who want to figure it out, mm. will actually figure it out. And all the sort of Pharisees and people that they won't that get aren't. It giving it a good go they won't know what he's talking about yeah it's a mind puzzle kind of sounds like the thing you'd say when you're high so all the disciples come to him and say i didn't get it and then he explains to them okay when you hear the word of me jesus yeah okay the w- the one that the seeds that fall by the side yeah right they're the ones that uh you know people don't hear the devil maybe he's come Fucked you up, not made you hear it properly. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens, right? He that receives a seed in stony places is a person that hears the word, sort of thinks, yeah, I like that, but got no real substance to them. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. something bad comes along, fucks it off, right? Now, the ones that have the thorns, mm-hmm. they hear the word, you know, maybe some some money comes along. Oh, and they get distracted. They get distracted. It chokes the faith. Yeah. Bad news. But the person who receives in uh, the good ground, that's good That's good people. Okay. Hear the word, stick to the word, good people. But then they get fruit as well. Mm. So here's my issue. If you are born on the wayside, mm-hmm. you're born in a place where mm-hmm. there's natural predators all around you. They're all kind of coming to get you. Mm-hmm. It can be quite hard to, rather than focusing on this random guy saying some stuff, you're trying to run away from a leopard or whatever. Mm -hmm, It's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame. It's not really their fault that they live somewhere where they're being eaten by leopards. Well, you say it's not their fault, but it's always your fault when you sin, Alice. (laughs) Okay. And in the stony place, so Um, they live in somewhere that's quite hard to grow in. It's a hard place for them to, like, thrive in. Mm. Again... Not yeah, really their fault. Well, it's where it? they're born. Thorny yep. place. But literally, come on. Again. Hard to grow there. Alice, you're missing every the, you're missing every the point. step you take, you're getting spiked. But the problem is, Alice, that So the only the rich people who get to live on the perfect land can actually have lead a good life. And do you know what? This is just wage inequality no, no. all over again. No one lives a good Class life. Class inequality. You're not it's all shit. No no. Nothing anyone can Being do if you're born into bad. Them. Staying bad. Uh. <laughs> Everybody is destined to hell to start with, right? right? Good people, no good, right? You remember in the stories... It's, to be it's honest, I think you're. I think they got this wrong and he was actually talking about how hard it can be to live a good life when you're born into circumstances that aren't very... Yeah, he explains it afterwards. Yeah, so. Well, he's not very good at explaining it. I don't think he's thought it through. 
I think it should be, despite the fact that they're in a rocky situation, they managed to grow a bit. Yeah. And that's Who do as you think good he's as talking we can to? Get. Do you think he's talking to, to well-off people here? Not super well-off, but they've got food, haven't they? No. Yes, they do. They're wa- they just had don't. dinner. No, no, no. We're <laughs> in a different place now. We're right. not We're not at this fancy lunch anymore. <sighs> I disagree with this, but carry on to your next parable. <laughs> but his target audience here is is self-confessed sinners, right? People right. think that they're bad people. Yeah. It's not about whether you've lived a good life or anything. Mm. It's about whether or not you receive the good news of Jesus mm. and sort of accept his message. It's not about living a good life at all. No. That's what you thought it was about. But it isn't about that at all. You made that bit up and then got angry about it. I'm just angry at the situation. Why are you, why are you angry, Alice? I just I just want everyone to be scattered into the good soil. But the thing is... Why doesn't Jesus work on that? Why can't Jesus just let, let everyone be scattered into the good soil? Because he can't help the, the fact that people just sort of get angry and hate him already. These Pharisees that are just like are shut mm. off to anything he says. Yeah. He can't do anything about them because mm. of this whole free will situation going on. Ugh. But this, that woman we just had, who's lapping up what Jesus is saying and wants to give him a foot bath. Yeah. She's and people are still ground. being dick. Huh? <laughs> people are still being dicks. Yeah, but he's just saying these Pharisees, that's scattered on the wayside. That's a, anything I say to them is a waste, right? Mm. I think it's very convenient that he's got this system. I think, really, if he was focusing on converting the least easy to convert, that no, makes... No, he's not trying to get his numbers up. Yeah, well, why not? It's not just it's just not just a numbers game for Jesus. It's about getting people in that, that want to be in. Yeah, but that's, again, You've got to be that's willing. the easy fish to catch, isn't it? Put fish fishing line in and loads of fish are coming and grabbing on it oh great what if the fish over there that is harder to catch is tastiest the point is i think that jesus will say it's not not been a challenge has it he's got no struggle there's no you're never gonna save people that don't think they need saving mm. the only people that they're gonna, are gonna to go for realization. the realization is people that think they need saving to begin with which is why he he's talking to people that know that they're sinners already mm. Because it is going to be a waste of time talking to people who think that they're perfect and telling them they need help. I don't know if I agree with him on this, but this isn't that funny, so let's move on. <laughs> well, do you know what else isn't funny? What? The next parable. Oh. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a guy who's out sowing and he does all of the seed in good ground. You'll be happy to hear. Yes, good. But then um, his enemy, who doesn't want him to have a good uh, harvest just sows loads of weeds in the same place yeah and then his servants like well shall we go dig up the weeds and he's like well the thing is if you dig up the weeds you'll probably just dig up everything and then it'll mess everything up so why don't we just let it all grow together and then at the end we'll get all the weeds yeah we'll bundle them together Uh burn them all and then we'll do the harvest okay yeah what do you think that's about um I mean, I guess, I don't know, burn people who aren't good? Yeah. That's not very nice, is it? Yeah, Again, well I just feel like he should be working harder to kind of 
get them to understand rather than just being like, oh, you're a weed, I'll burn you. I just don't think it's a very good way to, you know, to create a nice society if you're just, like, going to be like, uh, I tried once to talk to you and you're not listening, so I'm just going to burn you. Yeah, this bit is... Co- so, the, the way he explains at the end, what so, basically, his point is that um, we're all living in this world together, good and evil together. Yeah. Instead of taking the good people out straight away, yeah, you know, just keep it on. And then he says, "The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of the kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth." So it's about going to hell. Oh yeah, huh? Ugh. Sounds like it. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear? Let him hear. Hmm. No, not a fan of that one. <sighs> Again, it's just like, I just think it's very hard to account for all of the factors in people's lives that might make them be a sinner. Like, stealing's illegal. Stealing's not good. But it's that old, like, kind of philosophical question of, is it bad for a man to steal bread to feed his starving family? Yeah, Jesus would say probably not, no. Yeah. But we know that Jesus, then Jesus it's isn't all very uh, Jesus isn't obsessed with with the rules, is he? He's no, a, he cares about why you're doing something. I just think there's a lot of grey zones that he's ignoring. It shouldn't be one or the other. It should be like a scale. Yeah. It's a spectrum. Yeah, Humanity is Jesus a spectrum. For Jesus, it's about what's in the heart. It's not about mm. the actions. It's not about the externality. It's it's about. But do you not think that people having a pure heart as you do stuff change? change their outlook, change their heart if he put some effort into kind of helping them work through their problems a bit. They might be able to calm themselves down, might be able to make themselves into better people if they had the support, if they had the guidance of a benevolent leader to help them through it. Well, I mean, maybe... I just think it's a bit elitist that he's like, as long as you have a good heart to start with, that's all that matters. It's... it's I just think it's better to try and work on the people who don't have such a good heart. You think you want him to focus on the Pharisees rather than these... Yeah, get everyone on board. Everyone have a lovely party up in heaven. Mojitos all round. Lovely. No, you don't want the Pharisees at the party. No, but you've changed them into slightly better people. You've helped them see the area of their ways and now they're going, yeah, we were dicks. Sorry, mate. Mojitos are on us. They bring up the mint, they bring up the lime, they bring up the rum... Blender is provided by Jesus. Shush, shush, shush. Everyone has a great party. No, you don't want Pharisees at a party. I'm going to have to disagree here. All right. I want them to burn in hell forever. Okay. <laughs> um, there's some more parables around here. They're yeah. not They're not that good. Kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. You know how small they are. But it grows big. It grows big, yeah. And spicy. <laughs> it's like, you know, just a yeah. little bit of faith. It goes a long way, you mm. know. All right, let's move on to uh, our weather-based excitement yeah um you know they're still fish people a lot of these disciples so they're like yeah let's let's take the boat out let's yeah get, let's get some fish fisher people not and, uh, fish people well what's the difference i've always i've always been suspicious you always thought they're mermaids mermen merfellas merpeeps merfolk anyway jesus is like uh not for me actually lads i'm gonna have a nap in in the hold right yeah what other character did that Went for a sleep on a boat when it was stormy. It's, oh, it's just gone stormy now, by the way. Noah? 
No. Jonah. Yes. It was one of those two. Those are the yeah, only Jonah. two who ever go on a boat, innit? Yeah, do you remember Jonah had a nap? Yeah, and, and then he got eaten by a whale. Not eaten, swallowed. <sighs> Semantics. There was no chewing. Semantics. There was no digesting. <sighs> eaten can also just mean like... Yeah, no, he was eaten. <laughs> Carry on, this is irrelevant. It's not irrelevant because Jesus is a sort of like a picture of all the prophets that went before him. Yeah. So it's like, as I said, it's like Arrested Development season four. Mm. No, it's like all the Arrested Developments. It's constant throw forwards, throwbacks. Yeah. Just references that if you've Injects, seen... If, if you, you know have to watch it like well, four or five times, it's like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So if you read the Bible four or five times, you're going to see all these references the whole way. I do love that. I love when a show does that. I think um, it's great. So Carry yeah, on. The Bible's well into that. Um, so you'll be like, hey, that was a pretty Jonah moment there. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy Jonah, he was a good prophet, wasn't he? And then if you remember the story, you think, actually, maybe, why is Jesus wanting to emulate that guy? He yeah. just wanted everyone to die in Nineveh. But <laughs> anyway, so the disciples wake him up in the middle of this storm. And they're like, yeah. why are you sleeping? Do you think, are you just fine with us all dying? And Jesus is like, oh, why don't you have any faith yet? Let me have a sleep. And then, he's, and then he just says to the weather, just, shh. And then it stops. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Do you think does weather as well. Do you think they were actually in a hurricane and then they actually just got into the eye of the hurricane? Why? The eye of the storm is eerily quiet. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, no, because I think they just go back to land afterwards and it's fine. But plausible. Yeah. Um, would you not see all the storm around you still, even if that bit's calm? I don't know. I've never been in the eye of the to storm. To be honest, that would be much cooler. I would love that. But I don't want to go to a hurricane just for that. Or no, just to a tornado or whatever. Boats are bad news. So once they get back to shore, um, there's these two guys and they've got devils in them. <laughs> and then what do you mean? They've possessed. Like little devils in them? No, they're, they're possessed people. Oh, okay. People. Yeah. And uh, they, they shout at Jesus, what are you doing over here? Have you come to torment us before it's... It's tormenting time. Yeah. They say to him, t- if you're going to take us out of these guys, mm-hmm. then at least do the kind thing and put us in those pigs over there. <laughs> and then, so Jesus puts them in the pigs. Okay. And all the pigs run off a cliff into the sea. Oh. And the farmers are watching this. Kind of sucks for them. They're like, mmm, delicious sausages. <laughs> going to have myself a nice sausage with that pig. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shit. Oh, my sausages are all wet now. I can't eat them. So, presumably, these farmers aren't... They're not Jewish, are they? Because they're doing pigs. Yeah. Which is... um Christians, eh? Huh? They're Christians now. No one's Christian yet. Uh, Yeah, but they're following him, and he's like, oh, go ahead, eat the pigs. No, 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 no. They're very upset that he's done this. All right, carry on. They go tell the whole neighborhood... And the message is resoundingly, please get out of our town. <laughs> so that's how that ends. Okay. Then where does he go? And then he goes off on his next adventure, which will be the feeding of the 5,000. Heard of that? I have. What do you know about that? Cut the bread in half. Cut the fish in half. Cut it in half again. Get you, all you the food. You think it was just a meal of tiny, tiny, tiny bits, pieces. But it sustained everyone magically for some reason. Just sort of shit Israeli tapas. Yeah. Sure. Uh, 
outro AD. AD. After isn't that what it is? Yeah. Do you know what AD stands for? After doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what AD means? After something, isn't it? No. Before Christ and then after. (laughs) So great. After doing it. (laughs) So AD means anno domini, and it means it's Latin for in the year of our Lord. Hey, there you go. So yeah, thanks for listening to our AD Sodgepod. If you'd like to see more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Sodgepod or on Twitter at Sovjapod. S-O-F-J-P-O-D. And please like and subscribe on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. We also get so few comments that if you were to do something, we would definitely reply. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Words full of comments.